Hello and welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James. Well, hello and welcome to the PacMag Parents Podcast, the podcast for parents who agree that the loudest sound on earth is their child asking an inappropriate question about another customer at the grocery store. This has happened to me and let me tell you, I've never ran from Kmart faster than that day. Uh, I'm Bree James and today we're talking about putting ourselves first for a change. It's no lie that us parents tend to put ourselves last from sport practice to dentist appointments to school presentations to sleepovers, the circus act of juggling. This never-ending to-do list is no easy job. But how can we prioritize me time without the guilt? Well, today's guest is a time management expert, international speaker and best-selling author. And today she joins us to explain how we can identify and harness hours of lost time. Also, we've got lots of other great things on the show. Stay tuned for the weird, the wacky and the wonderful segment as we've found some extremely weird baby products like bangs for your little one. Uh, We've also got a great tip this week for all those wine lovers out there and so much more. So let's get into today's show. Today's guest has created a process which allows you to recover 30 or more hours per month to regenerate into me time. She's the author of a new book, Me First, and she's also got another one called Me Time, uh, which is both around time management for busy parents, uh, and it teaches you how to take control of your time once and for all. So let's welcome Kate Christie all the way from Melbourne on Zoom to the show. It's time to get to class. So tell me, Kate, mums are known for putting themselves last when it comes to others. So why is it important that we change this way of thinking? Look, we are central to our own universe, to be honest, and we have such a high impact and influence over everybody around us from a family perspective but also from a work perspective because you take that self into work. And so we have to start being a little bit more selfish a little bit less selfless. You know, we do everything for everybody else and we constantly put ourselves last. And how can we possibly hope to turn up as our best self and influence all those people around us unless we're starting to focus on ourselves as well? It's so true because I even found today, like um, a bit of a story in my household, like if I'm not there, things get forgotten. I don't understand mm-hmm. why mums all of a sudden when they're not around, things fall apart. Like I'm talking kids getting dropped off to school with no shoes and, you know, even <laughs> having to <laughs> leave my mum in the car at the airport, walk in, weigh her bag because she forgot my scales that I'd given her and check that her bags were fine. It's like, how, why is it that it happens that women become the centre of people's universes and they can't think without you? Like it's just, it's like you're the brain. It's so debilitating and yet I feel that we set ourselves up for that. You know, we are so used to sort of coming in and helping everyone and prioritising everybody and we set the people around us up to expect that we're going to pick up the towel and hang it up and, you know, mum will, you know, make the dinner and mum will be there to catch all of the things that are missed and, and it, it takes a layer of decision-making out from the people around us. And, and we really need to remember that we're raising people that we want to be independent and self-sufficient and capable. 
So if we continue to do everything for them, we're not setting them them up to be amazing independent adults. Um, and we're also just making this huge rod for our own backs. Mm. It's so interesting what you say about, you know, things falling apart at the house. I, I was in Sydney for work uh, a couple of weeks ago and I think I was gone for less than 24 hours and, you know, the, the dog escaped and, you know, the neighbour was angry and then the dogs went crazy and then something else. You know, it was like five or six things happened. It was just like, what the hell? You know, surely it's not that hard. Yes. It doesn't always have to be me. It's really interesting though, because I do feel like I'm the brain of my family and without me, things just don't happen or just don't work. But is it because our expectations are too high or is it because, like you said, we take on all of this stuff ourselves and our family then expects us to be the brain? Yeah, I think I think it's the latter. I think that we think we're the best at it and we then coordinate it and we make it happen and it all goes really smoothly because it's happening the way we want it to be. If we actually just took a step back and let other people get on with it, yeah, they may not do it to the same standard or they may load the dishwasher differently to how I would load the dishwasher or whatever, but we've just got to let go. And part of that is around um, very much focusing on ourselves. You know, you, you have to start prioritising yourself and your own needs and what makes you happy because that means you can turn up as the best version of you. And it's so true because so many of us mums are putting ourselves last. So why should we be putting us first, me first? Why should we be doing this? Well, you know, I, I think if you think back to pre-children, you had a life, you probably had a fantastic career or an amazing business, you were doing well, you were prioritising yourself, things were going great, you were happy. Um, you've got to kind of remember and go back to those times a little bit with your head and just reframe just to say, well, look, I want to be the best version of myself. I want to be living my greatest life. And that means sometimes putting yourself first. You have to. I mean, you look at the people around you and those who have the hobbies that they love or take time out to nourish themselves um, and, and be with their friends or have the massage or go on the trip um, you know, you just recently yourself had that amazing trip with a group of women to Bali where you were sort of setting goals for the future. You have to do that self, that sort of stuff because you want to live your best life. I mean, you don't want to be on your deathbed and look back at all the things you think, oh, I wish I'd done those things. You've got to do those things. Absolutely. I don't think anyone is on their deathbed wishing that they sacrificed more. <laughs> <laughs> You know, see that sort of, you can see the gravestone. She, she should have sacrificed more. Yeah, no. No, no <laughs> enough's enough. You know, you've sacrificed enough. And all of the women that I speak to, the working mums, um, they're, they're all the same. They're, they're, they're tired, they're stressed, they're guilt-ridden. Then you have these overlays of crazy things like, you know, imposter syndrome where they're starting to feel that they can't be a great mum and have a great career or they're, you know, they're waiting for the day that someone comes and taps them on the shoulder and quietly asks them to leave the room because they've been faking it all along, you know, always saying yes to other people, judging each other or feeling judged. You know, there's, there's all of these, these elements that we need to start talking about and we need to start addressing and we just need to say, you know, come on, I am good enough. I am... I do do enough and now it's time for me. 
This podcast is proudly brought to you by Good Start Early Learning. Good Start can nurture your little one right from the nursery through to kindergarten with the choices of a nine-hour, 10-hour or all-day session. Visit goodstart.org.au and inquire today. Yeah, I love it. So you've got a five-step process to identify and harness hours of lost time. Can you share that with us? Because obviously most of us aren't putting ourselves first because we just don't have the time to do so. So what's yeah. your five-step process? So it's, um, think of the, it's, so it's called SMART, so it's an acronym, um, the five steps. So step one is self-aware, and that's understanding what is tripping you up and getting in the way. And, and it's also in, in terms of your time. And it's also about understanding what your core values are. You know, where do I really want to be spending my time? And, and for mine, you know, my values are I want to be saying yes to things that to do with my kids and things to do with my business. They're kind of my two core values. And, and everybody needs to understand that. You know, what are you going to say yes to? Where do you want to be spending your time? Step two is map. And that's where you physically map out a day of your life real time so as the day unfolds you just have a piece of paper and a pen and you just write down every time you change task every call email every time you're interrupted because that's going to give you a really good sense of your day on a plate and it's going to give you the clarity around um you know you're never really going to know what you can get rid of from your day until you know exactly where you're spending your time and that's what mapping your time real time does Step three is A for analyze, and that's where you look at those time maps and you decide with each task, it's either going to be a must, a want, something that you can delegate or something that you can reject. And the rejects and the delegates are where you're going to find all of your lost time. And rejects are either things that um, nobody needs to do, just the stupid things that people do that waste your time, uh, so being on your email all day, every day is a, is a, is a reject. You, you could, yes, you need to be on your emails, but not all day. Um, delegate is where you identify things that someone else can do for you because they're an expert and they're going to be able to do it faster, better or cheaper than you. And then there's insourcing, which is identify everything you do for your kids uh, that they can do for themselves that you don't have to pay them for. So that's the sort of, that's where you're going to start getting your time back. Um, step four is reframe. That's where you make some decisions about exactly what you're going to outsource, insource and reject. And then step five is T for take control. And that's where the rubber hits the road. That's where you take all the data you've collected, the decisions you've made, and you actually then implement some new habits, some better habits. Because habits is where many of us do come unstuck and they say we've learnt every habit we have, we can also unlearn them as well. So, you know, I know that's right. Um, one of my habits was looking at my phone as soon as I woke up and it's such a, a vortex of time uh, that just disappears, I think, with this little device in our hands these days. Absolutely. Because when you think about it, your, your phone and, and your messages and your emails, that's just someone else's to-do list. It's not your to-do list. So as soon as you pick up your phone, particularly if you do it first thing in the morning, you're now marching to someone else's beat. You've lost control of your own agenda because it's going to be I want, I need, when is, can you? And um, your day just goes out the window. Mm. So that is a great example of a reject. I need to reject looking at my device first thing in the morning because it takes me off on a tangent. And you can reframe it by going, I can't do it until I've done 100 sit-ups or something like that. (laughs) <laughs> I, I can't do it until I've done my most important task for the day 
And that comes back to me first. What on my to-do list, what is the most important thing that's either going to be revenue generating for my business or um, uh, revenue generating for the business I work for? What's my most important task? Let me do that. Then I'll get into my device. Or if it's for your family, it could be, you know, I'm going to sit down and have breakfast with them every morning before school or sit down and do that homework. Absolutely. Yep. Or I'm going to make sure that I am at assembly this morning and then I'm, you know, there seeing my kids and also talking and networking with the other parents, you know. So it's about making sure that your priorities are consistent with your values, as I said, around step one in terms of what's most important to me. And then having that really kind of mindful um, interaction with how you've decided you're going to invest your time for that period of time. Because it's not about management, it's about time investment. Mm. You know, your time is money. You need to invest it for the greatest possible return. Yeah, I love it. So what, do you, what advice do you then have for parents that are listening, that are juggling work and family? Because many of us, you know, uh, I take my hat off to, to stay-at-home parents that, get, you know, that do that uh, by choice uh, or they have to. Um, but, you know, many of us do have to work these days uh, and then we're juggling that family and work life. Have you got any advice for those parents? Oh, look, I, I do. And, and, and um, you know, the, the book, my new, my new book, Me First, is very much targeted at those sort of parents, parents who work and have, well, but they've obviously got children of their parents, but <laughs> you know, parents who work. And, and it's the juggle. I mean, the juggle is never ending. No. And so it's, and when it comes to time management, it's about looking at your time, not just at work and being productive at work, but it's about looking at how you manage your time at home, um, how you manage your time in the community. A lot of the time it's about working out what you're going to say yes to and what you're going to say no to. It's about building up your no muscle and having the confidence to actually start saying no to things that are going to steal your time. Um, It's about working with your kids. You know, family's a team sport. So identifying everything that they're going to do to help out around the house so that you aren't doing everything. Um, You know, in in that perspective, I, I... that I call it insourcing and and I divide it between two types of tasks. So there's the tasks that, you know, it's your own crap, you clean it up sort of tasks. So put away your computers and your shoes and your toys and clean up your floor drobe and hang up your towel. That's, they're just a given. That's what you have to do. Um, Then there's the families of team sports sort of tasks. So it's something that anyone in the family can do. So walk the dogs, unload the dishwasher, load the dishwasher, vacuum the floor. So there's all of those sort of tasks that you then divide up amongst the kids and you rotate them so no one gets stuck with the crap job and and you just consistently remind kids, family's a team sport, these are the chores that you have to do and, and this is, you know, exactly, you know, where we're all going to be spending our time. And often, you know, another way to, to deal with that is have a half hour of power where you say, okay, we're all going to clean the house. You ramp up the music and you just rev everybody up, go, 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 go. And, and everyone goes crazy and you put stuff away. And, and it, it's a, a very much about that whole family as a team sport, you know, and you're the captain, you're not the slave. I love it. Perfect note to end on today. So uh, check out Kate's new book. You can check it out at www.timestylers.com. It's called Me First and it'll be in all amazing bookshops around Australia and uh, obviously on Booktopia and uh, Amazon and all those sorts of places as well. So go and check it out. Me First. I love it. Thanks, Bray. 
the weird, the wacky and the wonderful in the world of parenting. So do you ever look at your baby and think you're so cute but there's something missing? Well, I introduce you to Baby Bangs. So it's the newest accessory for your little one who lacks in the hair department. So this banging product is a stylish hairband that has delicate hair bangs attached to it. So all you need to do is simply tie this headband on your little one's head and voila. You've got bangs for your little one. Baby bangs. Oh my gosh. What will they come up with next? I can't believe it. Baby bangs. I wonder if they've got it for adults as well. That'd look pretty pretty cute. Uh, Number two is a parent-child leash. So because the embarrassment of treating a child like the family's pet is enough, now there's a fanny pack which connects your child and you with a lead. So you can be hands-free whilst knowing your little one is tugging along beside you safe. Now, I used to judge parents that use the, the leash until I had a son and we were in an airport and he just used to disappear. So, yep, I don't judge parents anymore that do the, the doggy leash thing with their kids because I understand it when you've got a runner. So did you know that McDonald's once created bubblegum-flavoured broccoli? And McDonald's are always inventing new items for the customers. But yes, in 2014, they created bubblegum-flavoured broccoli for a tastier version of this leafy green for children. It was a complete failure, as the kids got confused with the taste and ended up despising the veggie even more than before. So good on you, McDonald's. (laughs) Giving it a go, though. I love it. If you're loving the PacMag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow PacMag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Pinterest. It's time for Bree's Give It A Go Challenge. All right, for this week's challenge, we want you to stretch each night and each morning. So did you know that 53% of the population cannot touch their toes? So let's change this by simply adding a couple of stretches before bed and once you wake up. So by simply incorporating stretching into your daily routine, you can decrease muscle stiffness and increase range of motion while also improving posture and reducing stress. So give it a go. I want you to stretch. Stretch it out. Pack Mag's tip of the week. All right, parenting tip of the week. Are you having trouble keeping your wine cold? But ice cubes only water down your beverage instead. Well, you can simply freeze grapes to chill your wine without watering it down. There you go. Some grapes. Add the frozen grapes to the grape juice. Love it. Give it a go. It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show? All right, we learned a lot today. So number one, as parents, we are so used to coming in and organizing everyone that we set up this expectation that we're going to pick up after others and we will cook dinner and then we'll catch everything that's been missed. So we need to remember that we are raising people who in the future, we want them to be independent. And by doing everything for them, they aren't going to learn how to be self-sufficient. So we've got to stop organizing everyone and let people make their own mistakes and fix it themselves. Number two, we need to start taking the time to prioritize looking after ourselves because in doing that, then we can turn up as the best person we can be in the best version of ourselves. So you've got to prioritize looking after yourself. Number three, to live our best life and achieve our goals, sometimes we need to put ourselves first. So stop looking at those around you that have hobbies that they like or reaching goals and thinking how they have, you know, how are they doing it all? Uh, The only difference between them and you is that they are taking the time for themselves. So there you go. It's another little hint. Take some more time for yourself. Number four, we all know what mum guilt feels like and the feeling of not being a good enough mum, but it's time for us parents to realise that we are enough and definitely do enough and it's time for you 
And lastly, don't forget Kate's five steps to harness lost time, which is the SMART goal. So S for self-aware, understanding what is tripping you up and what your core values are. M for map, physically map out a day of your life and work out what you're actually getting accomplished. A is for analyze, look at the time map you made and decide a must, want and something you can delegate or something you can reject list and you know start to outsource and insource things. R is for reframe, decide exactly what you're going to outsource and T for take control of the situation and hopefully that gets you some more me time and putting you first. Uh, Go and check out Kate's books as well, Me Time and Me First, you'll love them, they're great reads. Well, I can't believe we've wrapped up another show. Uh, Thank you for being here and for listening. Uh, I really appreciate uh, your attention. Uh, Remember, any important links can be found in the show notes and you can play all of our past episodes at packmag.com.au slash podcast. A big thank you to Kate Christie for all of her amazing insights today. I hope it's encouraged you to have some more me time. A big thank you to Good Start Early Learning for your support. Until next time, parents, uh, happy parenting. And don't forget to tell everyone you heard it on PacMag. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at pacmag.com.au. This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.